On today's episode, we have Krista Noriega. She's a registered dietitian nutritionist who specializes in weight loss for moms with young kids and babies. As a mom of three kids, five and under, a military spouse, Kristen helps moms lose baby weight with portion control so it works for real life, mom life. Kristen also hosts the Holy Healthy Mama podcast. You can find Kristen at the park with her kiddos, running with her husband, or you might have better luck on her Instagram at momweightloss.nutritionist. Super excited to have you on air, Kristen. Thanks for having me, y'all. I'm really happy to be here. Woo! Well, let's dive right on in. Can you talk about where you started with your online business and compare where you started with where you are now? Where I started with my online business? Well, it's kind of funny. I've always done everything backwards as far as my private practice goes. Like from day one, I decided I was going to launch my podcast. I had an audience. I didn't have a clear message. I just went for it. And then after a while doing that, I was like, you know, I'm putting out some good messages. I should probably like find a way to monetize this. And then it just slowly one step led to the next. And I ended up here eventually. I stalked Libby on Instagram for months and trying to make the decision to join this program. And yeah, so here I am now. Yeah, it's, it's always really interesting to hear where people started. And oftentimes people start with like, I had a website, I had a, and on that website, I had a blog, or I had a podcast. So it's really interesting to see how hustling backwards can also be like a really cool way to get you on the path that you need to be on. Really cool or really chaotic? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had like been trying to run Facebook and Pinterest and had a lead magnet and my podcast and like 2,500 things and like two clients. So maybe chaotic is better. <laughs> but it's because of that, that inspires you to move forward and really find a way that really works. Sometimes some of the best le lessons happen in that chaos though. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> So I would love for you to talk about the types of clients that you serve now that you have chosen a particular platform to focus on. You're not doing all the things with the podcast and the Facebook groups and everything else. Who are you working with? And I would love for the audience to learn a little bit more about your current niche. Okay. So I'm working with moms with littles. So little kids. And that might mean a toddler. That might mean a kindergartner, a nursing baby, someone with uh, little kids and she is busy doing all sorts of things. She takes care of her family. She has a husband who works long hours. She's trying to navigate schooling from home and whatever that looks like right now. She's just in the thick of mom life and she's forgotten who she is. She's forgotten how she feels when she's not carrying extra baby weight. And that's the woman I'm talking to because I'm so many of those women life. And before I got into this private practice, I was helping those women all the time. It was my friends, my cousins, my, you know, my sisters and all these people who needed my help and could relate because I'm in the same stage of life. And so now I can actually have a method, a way to help them you know, a channel to funnel them through and say, here's my proven method. Let's do this. 
<laughs> awesome. That's super, super helpful to hear because a lot of people starting their online practice often know that they have a skill set and they know that they have something they can offer people, but if they don't know how to communicate that, then they can't make the money. So thanks for sharing how you were able to get that to all work in your favor and show all these people, I have something to help you follow me. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Like I know this is my God given gift. This is where I'm supposed to be right now because I can help women see that it's possible to feel good in their body. It's possible to have your meals and your food under control. You can take the, you can be in control no matter how many kids you have jumping off your head, pulling stuff out of the fridge. Like you can do this. Yeah. So, so inspiring, so profound. And it's great to see your energy. You guys can't see her, but she's just so energized as she speaks about working with this ideal population. It clearly lights her up and it's wonderful to have your own business where you work with dream clients. And have you always had this dream? What made you decide to start? I know you said you just kind of jumped into a podcast, but what made you want to go like to this next level of being able to reach your ideal client? Okay, so this is going to go back a little bit farther than you might be anticipating. (laughs) All throughout college, I was on the pre-dental track. I wanted to be a dentist like no other. And I signed up for my nutrition classes because it was kind of cool and it covered all my prereqs. And then the farther I got into it, the less that like pre-dental route was interesting to me. And I kept thinking like, I like working with women. I like working with kids and babies. Like I really enjoy this. And so it came down to like two weeks before I was supposed to go to dental school. And that whole year was tumultuous, like for a variety of personal reasons. But I just knew that if I went to dental school, I wasn't going to ever pursue nutrition, but I could always go the other route. I could do nutrition first. So then I made the decision to not go to dental school like dove headfirst into nutrition, went and got my master's. And like this whole time, it was still never like, I want to be a dietitian. It was more of like, I like nutrition and I like helping moms. And then just like one step led to another and things just kept aligning for me. And lo and behold, here I am now. And like, I never, ever thought I would have a private practice. Like I even specifically remember taking an entrepreneurship class in my master's program and the the professor teaching the program or the class was like, you'll never make money in private practice. You'll never have success in private practice, essentially. Like she wasn't really saying it, but it was just that underlying tone. And like, I did a project where I wanted to work with moms and she was like, it, it was just so defeating. I don't know what grade I got on it, but it was like, you'll never ever succeed because moms <laughs> don't care. They don't have time. They're not going to pay you. <laughs> Wow. Well, speaking of, if if your professor is still around and you can find her email or his email, I'm telling you, you should probably send them this piece because we're actually about to talk about the money you have made. Perfect transition. So you work with moms who have littles. This professor told you there's no money to be made. While in the Dietitian Boss program, how much money have you made? So currently I sit at $3,380 from the start of this program. Wow. And that 
I, I'm really, really happy with that because I, from the start of this year, I had been trying this private practice stuff all of my own. I, I probably didn't make it. I, I didn't make that much from the start of the year until like I started dietitian boss. And now I'm two months into dietitian boss and I've hit my monthly income goals and I just, I feel like I can do it and I did do it. So <laughs> yay. Woohoo. And the other piece yeah. that Kristen and I were talking about before this call, she actually has money in the pipeline. So she has like over 4,000 projected, which is so freaking cool. Yeah. I mean, it's really cool when you just have your systems in place. So yeah, you're scared to take money from people. I, I am, I should say I was, and then it just becomes a lot easier and you become more confident because you realize that you're not taking their money. You're helping them. You're changing their lives and they're investing in it. And so it's not so scary anymore when you can kind of flip that script. So yeah, I would love to get every client to pay up front, but for some people they can't do that. So they pay half up front and then in three weeks or however long they'll pay the rest. So I do have some pending money and that also makes me feel really good too. <laughs> Yeah, of course, as it should, because who doesn't like to wake up to know like, oh my God, oh, is that, that's that extra money that I was expecting. So kudos to you. I'm super excited for you. Thank you. So what's your next money goal? Like, do you have, I know you've already made this and this is the most you've made since getting into private practice. What's your next goal that you're setting for yourself? So my goal this entire year has been to hit 2,500 per month because that totals 3,000 per year. And the goal is very intentionally set because that's going to give my husband the flexibility to get out of the army if he chooses to, because we anticipate a pay cut and it's just going to be a crazy time in our lives. And that's where we sit as a family. And so I knew that I wanted to give him the peace of mind while still being at home raising our kids and homeschooling. And so hitting 2,500 per month consistently for about, I don't know, two or three months is going to be my goal. And then of course I hit, I am going to hit 5k per month. And then eventually I am going to hit 10k per month. <laughs> I love how you correct yourself. <laughs> The way she, you looked at me when you said that. <laughs> the way you yeah, sit around me. wishing and hoping. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it so much. You quickly corrected yourself. Like, no, I will. I am. It's going to happen. <laughs> it is. And that's the another cool thing about this program is that there's a whole bunch of mindset pieces to it. So if you're feeling down, if you're feeling blue, if you feel like you're never going to hit your financial goals, there's always a way to reach to, to connect with somebody on the dietitian boss team so they can help you get through that. Because I mean, like right at the beginning when I was still trying to figure out my message and get everything situated, like I didn't have any sales coming in. And then all of a sudden things started to roll in and I, I just working through the mindset stuff at the beginning and initially and now like it never goes away. And so there's all sorts of <laughs> tips and tricks and support. <laughs> Absolutely. I remember that to see you like, Oh my God, you've come such a long way. It's like you graduated. You were like in kindergarten when you started. Now you have like a college degree in online marketing. I feel like in eight weeks. <laughs> 
Oh, I think maybe like high school, but I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> so since we're on the topic of sales, this is actually like a perfect transition. Can you share with the listeners how you approach sales? You talk so much about um, getting this money as an exchange for offering them an outcome. You're really helping them. You're really serving them. And a big part of that is actually getting on the phone and talking to them. So how do you approach sales and how has your sales mindset evolved? Okay. So I think I would say that my mindset around sales calls has really evolved because I kind of, before Dietitian Boss, had some other ways to get into my program. Like you could just click a button and pay. And of course, nobody did that. But now I have these sales calls and that's the only way in. That's the only way to get in. That's like the gate. So I have just framed it where if I'm going through all this trouble to get somebody on the phone, I am telling them constantly, DM me to get it to apply. Like, let's set up this discovery call. Let's do this. Let's get on the phone. Let's get on the phone. I am not going to miss my opportunity on that phone call. So I have practiced and practiced and practiced my sales calls because I'm not going to lose them or I'm going to do everything in my power. So I'm going to feel confident. I'm going to hit the right point. I'm going to talk to them and share successes. I'm not going to be timid. And like, like really, I think that's one of the key things that I've learned is just really how to close the call. Yeah. 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 Kristen, you have mad sales skills, man. You guys, this woman is a magician with the calls. Your practice really got you to the next level. So kudos to you for mastering that in the program. Thank you, (laughs) ma'am. And with the money you've made so far, what have you done with the money? What has afforded you? So for me, like some of my mindset blocks are around like paying off debts. I don't ever like to be, I like to be at zero. So investing in this program, I have almost paid that off. And then when I do that, I'm going to still be working to kind of just back pay some of the overhead costs that my, that we, as my family, we invested in over the last year. And so I'm just going to work continuously to hit that zero. And then I will move forward from there. It's not like yeah. super yeah. exciting, but hey, it's my business. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> exactly. And that's the mindset of an entrepreneur. Make back your investment and in what in the the programs that help you make more more money. So being in this program, you're learning the skills to make even more so you can actually start paying back everything that you've done before, which is such a great way of approaching it. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It's when you stop thinking of it as a side gig and something you do from, you know, your, your bedroom or whatever, and you start treating it as your business, then things change. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And so a lot of people getting started in their online business have these hangups. They are coming from clinical and they just don't see it being possible for them to hit some of these goals that you've talked about consistent 2,500 consistent 5k eventually 10k and you're already living proof because you've already made 3380 bucks can you share your money story and what beliefs you had about money to inspire those out there who want to start private practice but they have some hang-ups about money and being able to make what they deserve 
Yeah, so I never, ever imagined I would be able to make money from Instagram, not until I started dreaming over this last year and really working at it. But prior to that, you know, I had been on the dental school route and like that was socially acceptable for like a lot of money, I guess, you know, as a dentist, you have a lot of money. And when I turned that down, you can't even imagine the resistance that I got from family and friends because they were like, well, how are you going to provide for your family? You're that an army salary from your husband's not going to do a lot. And like all of these things. And I'm like, I wasn't ever going to be a dentist for money. So, so my money story is always like real, real muddy and murky. And then, you know, that entrepreneur professor in my master's program. So and <laughs> who told me it, like I could never make money in private practice. So I think really just seeing the other dietitian bosses who are doing it or who were doing it before I got in was the, one of the most helpful things seeing, you know, all the big name ones out there. And that was one of the deciding factors whenever my husband and I decided that we were going to invest in this because, you know, we're looking at RD2Bs and brand new RDs who were hitting these income goals. And so I just decided if they can do it, why can't I? I can do this. I know I can. And it's like we were talking about before we hit record, like I was an A student, man. I can, I can do this. If I set my mind to it, I am going to hit these goals. I'm going to let you get out of the army if you choose. And we are going to live this life we've been dreaming of. I love that. You're just so powerful and profound, Kristen. I'm just in awe of you and your strength and like determination. It like gives me chills because you're very determined. It is very clear and all your hard work is paying off. And I hope those listening are inspired by her because it's oftentimes not even your own self, but all these external forces and people like bringing you down. And, and like she said, surround yourself with people that believe in you, whether it's your significant other or finding RDs that are doing this on social media, part of it is just seeing that it's been done and just saying to yourself, like you said, Kristen, I can do this too. I was a straight A student. I can do this. <laughs> okay. Right. There's more to life than grades, but like, sheesh, if, <laughs> if I get nothing out of that schooling, at least I know I can <laughs> hit my goals. <laughs> Exactly. That's <laughs> truth right there. It's so true. And now that you're making this money, you're, you're working towards those family financial goals you've set with your husband. I would love people to know how you're using Instagram to grow your business because you yourself said you didn't even realize it was really possible. So how are you doing that now? So I'm just showing up every day, posting every day, showing up on my stories, really hitting those call to actions as best as I can and looking at what's working and what's not and just trying to really replicate what is working. And it sounds oversimplified and to some extent silly, you know, just repeat, repeat, but it, like if it's not broken, like don't fix it. So just keep going down that that path uh, that gets you more reach, more comments, more DMs, more clicks, and just keep pushing forward and just really trying to stay positive about it because some weeks it's great and some weeks Instagram hates you and nobody sees your stuff. So you just got to roll with it. <laughs> 
I felt that. I felt like that was me last week. Instagram totally hated me, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. But all that aside, you're absolutely right. But you look at those weeks and you move past it and you start fresh the next week. It's as simple as that. You learn and you move on. So I love your, your tenacity. And I love that you're just like, I show up. I just look at what's working. I pivot if it doesn't. And that's super insightful. And that's what people need to do is just keep showing up regardless if Instagram's hating on you hard. (laughs) And it does. does. (laughs) And can you share specifically like how you create your piece of content? Because when people log on and they look at these graphics, I think sometimes people think, oh, that's just simple or basic. Like (laughs) what's the work in that? So can you share with us your content creation process to speak to your ideal client? Yeah. So of course I followed the whole dietitian boss method to make sure I was speaking directly to my ideal client, did all the research and just continued honing down the message. And when I got my message super clear, figured out what the client wanted to hear and what their biggest pain point and problem was, then it became a whole lot easier. So now I have a whole a slew of research. It's like a Word document. I can pull phrases from it. I also have client testimonials, uh, weekly wins from clients. So I take that and then I translate it into content. And for me, my ideal client really likes visuals. And that is challenging for me in particular because I don't take good food pictures. I don't have good food photography skills totally stumbling over that, but I don't have good lighting in my kitchen. Like that's hard. And when I'm eating dinner or a meal or a snack, there's three kids jumping off my head. So like pictures don't work. So I really have to go into Canva and be super intentional about the pictures that I choose and do remove the background. So it's actually a real lengthy process for that, but it seems to be working and I'm just going to keep doing that. Keep showing up, keep doing it. And keep replicating what what works. I love that. Yeah, because a lot of people who aren't good with taking photos, a great workaround is like you just said, you get a Canva Pro account. There's so many food photos in there. It's like insane, the amount of stuff that's available, which is nice if you don't have those photo skills. Yeah, I know. And oh my gosh, in my stories even, like you can hear my kids screaming in the background and you can hear like uh, just chaos and I just have to keep rolling. I'm like, and I'll put up like a question. Was that a dinosaur or my five-year-old? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my ideal client gets it. They're living it too. And they need to know that I understand. So it works. Yeah. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. It's good to be relatable. It's good to show that you empathize with your IC, which is so helpful in them getting to understand you before they buy. And then you shared a bit about how you create content based on what they want. You utilize testimonials. So can you share with us like how you've developed your messaging to reach your ideal client? You said you have this documented. Any other insights you would like to share? Like sales calls, market research, like how are you finding like their words? I think that's super cool when you pulled that piece out. Okay. How am I finding their words? Well, I ask it in about 20 different ways on multiple platforms and then just try to continue picking out those keywords. So like initially I was trying, 
so a little bit more story here, but I didn't even feel comfortable saying lose weight when I first got into the program. Like, and I thought I was the only one. And it turns out there's a lot of us who are struggling with that because it's almost villainized in popular dietetics, I guess. I don't know how, what the best way to say that is, but if you're trying to help someone lose weight, some people see it as bad. And so I felt like, like I couldn't even get that word down. But then the more I dug into it, that's what people want. That's what my client wants and, or my ideal client wants. So lose weight. Okay. What kind of weight? How much do you want to lose? And you just keep digging and digging. And then baby weight seemed to really resonate with a lot of people. And it seemed a little funny for like some of the people I was trying to pass it by, like some of my coaches even, cause they were like, well, baby weight, does that necessarily just mean like, you know, nine months postpartum or three months postpartum. But the more I talk to people, current clients, potential clients, and just people that a lot of women really identify having their child as a source of their weight gain, you know, and they never lose it. So whether their kid is seven or 10, they still call it baby weight. So then you guys, Libby, you all just encouraged me to keep, keep going with that. And so now I'm saying baby weight and it seems to resonate with enough people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Your story is so interesting. I was like, I knew I was going to catch you slightly off guard because this was like a point of minor tension when we first started. So that's why it was like an awkward pause there for a second because yes a big part of getting your messaging and knowing the words is like taking a step back from yourself and what you want to say and like what does my IC say and then I love that you said that you really dug deep to figure out what it was going to be is it lose weight or no lose baby weight and you found that it stuck that's so cool that's so cool yeah it I'm I'm really shocked like i I don't know. I never knew that people who have seven-year-olds, and this is a specific person I'm referring to. She has a seven-year-old and she says, it's my baby weight. I just can't get rid of my baby weight. And it's like, okay, (laughs) I'm talking to you. So that's great. Let's do this. (laughs) Let's lose that baby weight. And I I still don't want to put like pounds to it or anything because I also really truly believe in like body acceptance and body love self-love and you know all foods and all of these things and meshing those together I just I feel like I've really found sort of a middle ground where I can help a woman needs to lose to feel comfortable body without obsessing over the scale obsessing over a number and I I feel really good about helping women do that so even though I'm saying lose weight and that was something that didn't sit well with me at first. Now it does because these women are going to try to lose weight and they're going to try all these other alternatives. And if I can be the person who leads them to do it in a way that is proven and safe and, you know, just the right way, then that sits well with me. I can stand behind that. Yeah, I love that. Thanks for being vulnerable and sharing that because there's a lot of dietitians and a lot of dietitian bosses that really struggle with what the status quo in dietetics is. If it's like, we don't like talking about weight and diet culture, then that's the whole to do. And people really feel bad when they're like, but I want to talk about weight loss. (laughs) And it's like kind of awkward, right? Yeah. And I don't think it's awkward for anybody who's not a dietitian. Like the average person isn't at home going, I want to lose weight. 
but I still like think that's bad, but I should, but maybe not like that's just us. And that's just what's been pounded into us. And it's probably not even from school because school is still very much like lose weight, count calories, measure it by pounds, BMI, all this stuff. So I don't really know where this comes from. Maybe it's just social media that like accounts we follow have, and you know, there's a whole intuitive eating movement and there's, it's sound and it's great. And it's, you know, that there's both so it's both sides of the coin and you know yeah. somewhere in the middle is okay too yeah i agree thank you for sharing that so for those of you out there that are on either side and you're kind of like i would love to just kind of find a happy middle do know kristen said it i agree a lot of dietitian bosses are saying that go for you live your truth do what makes you passionate for sure i love that live your truth and i see that in a lot of the other women in our group this time around that I'm not the only one who's dealing with this struggle and the way we all, which side of the coin we tend to lean towards is really funny. And the way we come in is funny. So like 50, 50, some of us come in with weight loss and end up on intuitive eating and then vice versa. And it's just, it's really cool to see it develop. I think that's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Especially these last few weeks, a lot of people are really living their truth and are like excited to create content and show up now that they're like, I finally decided to do it. <laughs> yeah. And then when they're living their truth, then they start speaking to their client and they're selling. You can see the progression between these, uh, like in our group, our Facebook group, it's like, okay, I'm switching my niche. Okay. I got a call. Okay. I just had three sales. And it's like, oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> it's so powerful when you have that switch for yourself. I've noticed that too. So it's cool that you pointed that out. I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, and this is like actually a perfect transition because part of like being able to figure it out is like transitioning your content on social media and getting it more clear. So can you share with the listeners what your feed looked like compared to now and you being able to make over $3,000, like making it make more sense and really evoke emotion from your ideal client yeah so I had my own Instagram and my own Facebook and I wouldn't ever post anything I was one of those like ghost Instagrammers where I wouldn't like I wouldn't do anything I would just creep on people <laughs> and then I started my podcast and I was like okay I'm gonna promote this and so I created a business account for that and then slowly like my first three posts were like pictures of apples that took me like 45 minutes to curate and put it up, you know? And it was like, I look back now and I'm like, what is that? I don't, what was I doing? It's not like a recipe. It's not like anything in particular. I wasn't trying to solve a problem. It's just like this picture and I spent so much time. So, <laughs> so then it started at that and then I got a little bit better and then I felt like I was hitting pain points. I felt like I was talking to my client. And then my first week of dietitian boss, we, you know, you can submit your content for review and it's really awesome. I, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to be brave. I'm going to put in three posts. And I submitted them to the Facebook group. I was like, here we go. And my coaches responded and like very gently and nicely like picked it apart. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> well, those were flops. Okay. <laughs> so there is a good reason I'm in this group. Thanks. <laughs> so now it's just, it's come so far and I couldn't have done it without dietitian boss. Cause I thought I was doing it and now, now I'm doing much better. 
Yeah, your content is amaze balls. Like, holy cow. So different, so clear, obsessed. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, there's a couple templates where I'm like, I'm going to have to creep, creep, copy, copy. Like you said, you were Instagram creepy. I've been creeping some of your templates. They're beautiful. Love them. <laughs> okay, the biggest like compliment you ever gave me was you said, dang, I'm actually learning how to batch cook from you or something yeah. like that. I'm like, I just solved someone's problem. I did it. <laughs> Literally, you did. I was like, these are really good. I'm like <laughs> pulling out my pen and my notepad. Huh. <laughs> Amazon. Somebody give me credit on that one, okay? <laughs> yeah, I will. I'm like, Amazon crock pot. <laughs> <laughs> super cool and a big part of what you just shared is really just starting imperfectly like putting out content even if it's not like the best but just starting from somewhere and we really love teaching people that can, so can you share what a little bit more about what starting imperfectly looks like for you being in the program I would say starting imperfectly just means be brave and do it. You can't wait for it to be perfect because it's never going to be perfect. And a lot of the coaches will share that too. They'll say, just, just get it good enough and then post, get it good enough and roll with it, whether that's your program or your content. And if it's your program, like a lot of um, the dietitian bosses are creating their program from scratch while trying to nail this marketing piece. And so it's a lot. So the advice is always to just, just keep going. You just keep, you just go with it. And if you stand in front of your audience with confidence, they have no idea that you don't know what you're doing, that you don't know super perfectly what you're doing. They think you're killing it. Like if you ask my sister's friends with kids, they think I'm a millionaire and I'm like rolling in the money and just got clients coming out of my ears because that's what I'm exuding. And it's not a lie. It's just that I'm very intentional with the stuff that I'm putting out there. And I want people to know that I have clients. I am making a difference in this world. And so that's what they feel. So progress over perfection, put stuff out there, stand confident, believe in your message and keep moving forward. Yeah, so true. And another thing that we've talked about, not yet on this call is like people thinking they need to have all this stuff. You kind of alluded to it earlier, like having the podcast and all these other resources. Can you share with people out there who are like so convinced they need like all these modules, a website, a podcast? Like, can you share with them what you've learned about like just starting imperfectly and not having all that stuff? I would say... <laughs> <laughs> don't do all that other stuff <laughs> please <laughs> save yourself hours and hours of work that you don't need to do right now so I I am that case I had a beautiful website I've put hours into it myself doing this I'm not a website developer I have no business doing that I you know my podcast is pretty good go listen to it but <laughs> but just all of this stuff and I'll share this too. I was in another program that helped me develop a group program and it's fantastic. I love my group program, but I didn't have anybody to sell it to. And so the analogy that we've come up with in our coaching calls here in Dietitian Boss is like, I had this beautiful mansion constructed the way I wanted it to look. 
but I didn't have any guests on the party to fill it. Like I had no one showing up. And so I put all that effort into something and I didn't know how my client wanted it to go. I didn't know the order they needed it. I didn't know the length they needed it. I didn't know, you know, and so I put so much time and effort into my website, my program, my resources. And I'm not saying it was all for nothing because now I'm farther ahead in the game. But if I could flip it around, I would have joined Dietitian Boss first, got my marketing in line, got clients coming to me, and then like mess with all this other stuff. Like just that's truly honestly the way I wish it would have rolled out. But hey, yeah. whatever. Okay. <laughs> but your but your experience is invaluable for the community and we all are inspired and motivated by you. So thanks for being in this group. It's it's like your journey was perfect for us to all interact and meet at this time. It's very fortuitous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm the one in our coaching calls where I'm like Hey, don't do it like this. Hey, don't do it like this. Like, uh, and if I share like my modules or whatever, cause my program's really good. Again, I stand behind it. But when people, when other dietitian bosses are contemplating if they need modules, if they need this, if they need that, y'all's always the first to call on me. So I could be like, okay, hold up. I had all of this and now I'm changing all of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like the grandma in that respect. Like, you kids, watch out. <laughs> I appreciate you so much because you're role modeling and you're also showing the power of getting clear and making money and being able to drive your business in that direction and it not be like, I've got all these modules and I'm getting clients. So thank you so much for just being such an awesome role model in the community. Grandma. I'm the grandma. <laughs> <laughs> the real grandma the real grandma I love it <laughs> I'm gonna get you a shirt that says that okay <laughs> and then that kind of is actually perfect you essentially gave some advice that was gonna be my next question for those that are starting out and thank you for sharing that which is get your message clear get that all squared away you don't need all those other things which is really insightful so the last question I would like to end with is can you provide a specific example of how the dietitian boss method has empowered you? I think the most empowering thing is that I now can say that weight loss is okay. It's okay for me to be a weight loss dietitian. That's not a dirty word. It's not something awful. I don't need to say it in secret. I can confidently stand up and say, I'm a weight loss dietitian and I help moms with littles. Like that's my biggest empowering thing from this program. And I just, I love it. <laughs> Yay. So glad to hear. And as a reminder, you guys, you can find Kristen in a couple places. You can check out her podcast, Holy Healthy Mama podcast. And you also find her on Instagram at mom period weight loss period nutritionist. Thank you so much, Kristen. Thank you, y'all. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.